You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert host help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Good morning, everybody. Today is Tuesday, August 3rd. Welcome to Nothing But Net on Steady Picks Radio. I'm your host, Dan. You can follow me on Twitter at DanSaysThat. Make sure that you're following Steady Picks at GetSteadyPicks and go to SteadyPicks.com to sign up for their free membership. 100% free. You can't afford not to. Daily system plays across all sports, baseball, basketball, football, hockey, your big weekend events such as golf, UFC, and much, much more. Today we are continuing our 32-episode series on all 32 NFL teams, and we are in the NFC West this week. We're talking about the Arizona Cardinals, who last season went 8-8, eight and eight, finishing third in the NFC West. The Cardinals had a lot of turnover in free agency, which is important when you don't draft for the immediate future. Not much going to come out of this draft class as far as 2021 is concerned for the Arizona Cardinals. We'll start there and we'll look at the first round pick number 16, Zaven Collins, a linebacker from Tulsa, who doesn't really fill a need that they have right now. Jordan Hicks has been a good, solid piece for them since coming over from Philadelphia, has barely come off the field, yet they basically drafted his replacement and a guy that they are likely going to give that job to at some point in this season the same thing they did last year, trying to find ways to get linebackers that they draft onto the field when they already have guys established there. You saw the same thing happen last season with Isaiah Simmons, who they took number eight overall and had to find ways to get him on the field, often playing in heavier linebacker sets to get him snaps early on. You look at the second round pick, number 49, Rondale Moore, wide receiver from Purdue. Does not project to be in the top three on this team early on. He will be their kick returner and punt returner, so there is some value there for him, but nothing that should make that much of an immediate impact. The Cardinals did not have a third-round pick, and in the fourth round at number 136, they took Marco Wilson, a cornerback from Florida, who could fight for the starting job, but is most likely a depth piece, could fight for the third cornerback position as well. Number one slot, obviously held by free agent addition Malcolm Butler, which will lead us in to what the Cardinals did in free agency. The additions they made, a lot of big names, but guys that maybe passed their prime at this point or maybe looking for a change of scenery to reignite the fire. Wide receiver A.J. Green now joins DeAndre Hopkins and Christian Kirk and makes a very formidable receiving pair if he can stay healthy. Same question goes for defensive end J.J. Watt, who left the Houston Texans, who he had spent his career with, comes to Arizona to form a very dynamic pass rush combination with Chandler Jones. Again, health being the main concern. Center Rodney Hudson, cornerback Malcolm Butler, who we talked about, known for his time with the Patriots, and running back James Conner, who had some success in Pittsburgh. All additions to the Arizona Cardinals, but the names that leave Seem like they're worth a little bit more, if you ask me. Cornerback Patrick Peterson being the big one. He heads to Minnesota. Center Mason Cole, who they did replace with Rodney Hudson. So 
probably an upgrade there, actually. Linebacker Devondre Campbell was a big addition for Green Bay and a big loss for Arizona. Wide receiver Larry Fitzgerald retires. Cornerback Drake Kirkpatrick and running back Kenyon Drake, also names that have left the Arizona Cardinals. Moving on to the future odds for the Arizona Cardinals to win the Super Bowl, they are plus 4,000. and puts them in the same grouping as the Indianapolis Colts, the Denver Broncos, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. They are behind the New England Patriots and Miami Dolphins and ahead of the Washington football team and the Minnesota Vikings. The only issue I have here is I probably would have Minnesota a little higher here and New England maybe a little bit lower. But for the most part, this does feel about where they're supposed to be. If they got there, it wouldn't be probably the wildest Super Bowl appearance you've seen, but they are not likely. And I don't think plus 4,000 is honestly enough of value, especially when you consider how tough their division is, which we talked about yesterday and we'll continue to talk about this week as we focus on the NFC West. To win the NFC, plus 2,500 the 11th best odds in the NFC out of 16 teams. They are behind the Washington football team and ahead of the Atlanta Falcons. That feels about right. I think they have a better chance than Washington, but again, a lot of the NFC East teams are getting the benefit of playing in the weaker division and getting the division winning opportunity just to get into the playoffs. So factoring that in, I get it. To win the NFC South, they are plus 600, which is last in the division. And when we talked about San Francisco yesterday, I did admit that I probably had them a little bit too low. So I get how this makes sense, but I still am not a real believer in San Francisco, but I still don't think that there's a lot of value in taking the Cardinals here, considering I'm very high on the Rams this season specifically. Their win total is set at 8.5, the under, the favorite, minus 120, and the over, even money plus 100. This is where I'm torn because I do think that this team has a lot of potential. And I don't think 9-8 and eight is that difficult considering they went 8-8 and eight last year. And I think they are a better team this season with some of the moves that they've made. The problem is the division got better, especially when you look at the Rams. Niners should bounce back, and that makes this very, very difficult to predict. So I'm probably avoiding here, but of any of the futures, I think the only one that I might consider putting anything on would be that over 8.5 at plus 100, just banking on 9 and 8. When you look at their schedule last year, again, different team, but still, they had a lot of bad losses, like ones where they should have won the game. They lost to Detroit early in the season, a bad Detroit team. They lost to the Panthers the next week, likely as a result of the deflating loss to Detroit. And then they really got hot. They went on a tear where they smoked the Jets, they smoked the Cowboys, and then they pull out the big overtime upset against Seattle. And you're saying, oh, wow, you know, Kyler Murray's really coming on. They lose a close one to the Dolphins, and they beat the Bills, who, as everybody saw, ended up being a very good team. And then it all kind of just fell apart. They lose to the Seahawks, they lose to the Patriots, they lose to the Rams, and then they beat up on the NFC East a little bit before losing to the Niners and Rams again. So they showed promise in, in pulling some pretty nice upsets last season. The problem is they did not take care of business against some of the bad teams. We'll see if another year of experience for Kyler Murray maybe helps that. Obviously, the addition of A.J. Green should help the offense, but we have to see how the losses of two corners and a linebacker, all significant snap guys and all impact players, 
make that defense look, which is definitely going to be the concern for the Cardinals this season, will be the defense. If they're not able to get the pass rush from J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones, it's going to be a long season for that defense. One bet that I do like for the Arizona Cardinals, as we look to the team specials on DraftKings, where we've been looking heavily so far, DeAndre Hopkins over 9.5 regular season receiving touchdowns, and Chase Edmonds over 650.5 regular season rushing yards is plus 500, and I love this bet. Might be one of my favorite team team specials on DraftKings that I've seen so far. Last season, DeAndre Hopkins, 160 targets, 115 catches, over 1,400 yards, only six touchdowns. I think that that changes. I think the A.J. Green addition can definitely help him. I think another year with Kyler Murray can help him. I think that there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic that that number can go way up. You also factor in having the extra game as well. Chase Edmonds last year only had 97 carries, but he had 448 yards on those carries, so over 4.5 yards a carry. He is projected to be the starter, but James Conner looms. The problem with James Conner is while he's had some nice flashes in Pittsburgh, he hasn't been able to really stay healthy either. So to think that he's going to usurp the job is one thing. To think that he's going to be healthy enough to maintain it long enough to keep Edmonds away from only needing 651 yards, I'm not really sure about. So I think that even if James Conner plays well, which would be the concern on this bet if you ask me, I still don't think that 650 yards is that much to ask of Chase Edmonds. I do think that he will start as the starter, and I think even if there is a point where Connor takes over, I could see him getting the job back due to a Connor injury. So that's going to wrap it up here for our episode on the Arizona Cardinals. Tomorrow we are going to talk about the Seattle Seahawks, and then we'll wrap up the NFC West on Thursday with the Los Angeles Rams. Thank you, everyone, for listening and supporting the show. Make sure you check out all the other shows on Steady Picks Radio, and also make sure you know that on your podcast app, you can find all of the Steady Picks shows the same day that they air. Just look up Steady Picks on there. Subscribe, give us a five-star rating and a review, and you can listen to all of the shows from Steady Picks Radio on demand if you're not able to make these scheduled times. Good luck, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. Have a great rest of the week, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.